Good morning, church. I'm very happy to be here today, and I'm very happy to see all of you guys. Um, if you're tuning in for online for the first time, there's a button that says new here, and we would love for you to click it, and someone here would love to just connect with you. And if you're online and in need of prayer this morning, there's another button that says request prayer, and someone would love, we would love for you to click it, and someone here would love to pray for you and connect with you. Church, let's stand up and let's praise the Lord this morning.
This next song, I was praying over it yesterday night, and I was listening to it, and I kept hearing this one question in my head. I kept saying, will you be available? And I kept hearing it over and over, I kept saying, Dale, would you be available? And um, I believe God is speaking to some of you today and asking that same exact question, will you be available? And in order to be available, there must be a degree of sacrifice, right? You, know, you have to let go of some of the things you've been holding on to in order to be available. And this next song is just about giving yourself away so he can use you for his glory and for his kingdom.
high and lifted up and shall be exalted as many as were astonished at you his appearance was so marred beyond human semblance and his form beyond that of the children of mankind so shall he sprinkle many nations kings shall shut their mouths before him for that which was not be told them they see and that which they have not heard they understand. Who has believed what he has heard from us? And to whom has the army of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before them like a young plant and like a root out of dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken by God, smitten by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities and upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his wounds, we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, like a sheep before her shears is silent, so he opened not his mouth. 
by oppression and judgment he was taken away. And as for his generation, who considered that he was cut off from the land of the living, stricken for the transgressions of my people, that they made his grave with the wicked and with the rich man in his death, although he had done no violence and there was no deceit in his mouth. Yet, it was the will of the Lord to crush him. He has put him to grief when his soul makes the offering for guilt. He shall see his offspring and he shall prolong his days and the will of the Lord shall prosper in his hands. Out of the anguish of his soul he shall see and be satisfied. By his knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, make many to be acted as righteous and he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore I will divide him a portion with the many and he shall divide the spoils with the strong because he poured out his soul to death and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he bore the sin of many and makes intercession for the transgressors. That song of surrender, I give myself away, we give it to the one who gave himself away for you and for me. We surrender ourselves to the one who surrendered himself that we might not just know God, but be united with God. That God would wash away all our sins, cleanse us and make us whole, and by his spirit come and live within us. A song of surrender is one that reminds us of Christ who gave up the glories of heaven taking upon himself the form of a man that he might that he might be broken for you and for me we're going to share in communion that's one of my favorite passages of scripture as we look at communion and that song I just thought so reflected Christ and him giving himself for us. If you open the top layer to the wafer, the wafer represents his body. Jesus gave up his spirit form and took upon himself the form of a man that his flesh, his body might be broken for you and for me. Break it in your hand, would you? He was broken. That scripture that says it was the Lord's will to crush him stirs my heart. God's love for you was so great, so great that it was his will that Christ would come and be broken for you. Let's share together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
the juice. It represents his shed blood. As he was beaten, as he was nailed to the cross, as he hung there, his blood was shed as a sacrifice that paid the price for our sins. It's a, it's a humbling thing. But it also gives us reasons to rejoice in him. Cleanse, set free. We no longer have to carry that guilt, that shame, that fear. Jesus paid the price that we can know a joy and a peace and a freedom now, but for eternity. Amen. Amen. Before we drink, let me pray. Just hold it in your hands and let me pray. Our Heavenly Father, God, we come into your presence humbly. Humbly we give ourselves to you afresh and anew. At the beginning, this first Sunday of a new year, we give ourselves afresh and anew. We give ourselves to you. Because you were willing to give up of your best. Christ, that you were willing to come and give yourself for us. <laughs> the most natural thing to do would be to lay our life before you and say, God, here I am. Use me. Take me. Flow in my life, but flow through me that your will might be accomplished. So God, as we stand at the beginning of this year, God, we pray that you would move by your spirit and that your will would be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, that your will would be done in, in our families. That God, your will would be done in your, your church, your church universal, but also heartland. That your will would be done in every ministry, in every department, in every, every volunteer, every attendee and member. That God, your will would be done. And that God, you would receive all the praise and all the glory. The Lord says that by your stripes we are healed. And I pray that right now. I pray healing. Both over the forgiveness of sins and, and a cleansed life. But God, also, you know those who are sick and need a touch. And I pray whether they are here or somewhere else, that God, your spirit, would arise within them. Bring healing and strength into lives. That God, again, that word of praise would be lifted. Look what the Lord has done. And God, I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's share together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Pastor. Well, before you're seated, why don't you welcome somebody to Heartland and uh, wish them a happy new year.
Well, good morning, everyone. I just, I just turned around and I said to the team, it's cold today. They're like, yeah. I go, do you like it? Um, like speaking in tongues or something. Anyway, oh, praise the Lord. It's all good. Every day, life is a gift. You know that? Life is a gift. And every day is an opportunity to, to not only serve the Lord, but simply to enjoy His presence. And I do hope and pray that you've had a restful Christmas break, fun New Year's, and, uh, and we're ready to go for 2024. Amen? Amen. 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 We are. If you're watching online, so glad you've joined us today. Whether you're here in person or online, if you're a visitor, would you just let us know? Uh, in the chair in front of you, there's a welcome card. You can fill that out. Bring it to the back. We've got a gift for you. Similarly, online, there's a new here or a, a newcomer button. We just want to connect with you. If you want to connect with us, we just want to tell you a little bit about ourselves and, and, and give you some information about who we are and, and help you connect. And, and more than that, just pray for you and just believe that God has great plans for you. So if you would do that, that would be great. A couple of quick announcements. Number one, we're going to be having a free electronic recycling fundraiser. Now, what does that even mean? Now, how many of y'all, you'll get that new iPhone or that new iPad and the old iPhone or the old iPad like becomes like a cutting board for your vegetables or it just kind of occupies space and dust. How many people here have old electronic products that just been sitting there for weeks, months, years? Oh, many of you. You're only a few years old. You got electronic devices years old. And so, and you know what happens? They just sit there and they accumulate dust and you, and then you, and, and this is the internal conversation that I have. Well, I spent so much money on it. I don't want to just throw it away or and I don't know where to bring it. I don't know what to do with it. Well, we're going to be having a free electronic um, recycling fundraiser and we'll use the funds to kind of augment ministry here. And so that's going to be happening Saturday, February 3rd at Heartland, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. So you can bring in those electronics for collection. You can spread the word to your family and friends because honestly, you know, I already know in our home, it's just going to collect dust uh, until one day, you know, our kids are going to grow up and go like, what is that? Well, this is like our typewriter, son, you know. And so, so go on and, and go ahead and bring that in. That's going to be February. What's the date again? February 3rd. Oh, you guys are paying attention. That's awesome. February 3rd, uh, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Well, just as our ushers are about to get ready, uh, we weren't going to announce this until next month, but uh, I won't give you all the details, but starting next week, we're going to be uh, starting a brand new series about the church we want to be. Um, it's kind of a vision series for the year. I, I like for things to rhyme, so I might change the title of the series for, uh, to Believing for More in 2024. Huh? Huh? Yeah, I, I'm a Bible nerd, I know. But anyway, but uh, we, we, we're going to be starting that next week. And so a couple of things. One, if, if you've been coming here for a while, it's going to be a great series because it'll kind of, you know, the series will kind of be like our, our North Star for the rest of the year. If you're new, especially if you started coming in the fall over the Christmas break, it'll be a great series for you to kind of be a part of because it'll give you a sense of who we are and where we are going. And that's always very, very exciting. But... There's kind of a signature piece to the series, a signature ministry that we're going to be starting. And I was talking to a lot of people, and they said, Pastor, you know, internally we were talking, uh, staff and group leaders and whatnot. We were going to start in January, but they all said to me, Pastor, January is so dreary, and it's so blah. Anyone feel blah today? 
Yeah, oh, many of you. Oh, my goodness. Holy Spirit, come in Jesus' name. Um, <laughs> and so they all said, can't we, can't we do like a soft launch? Because this idea is so fun. It's going to give us an opportunity to connect with one another. It's going to give an opportunity for those who perhaps, you know, call Heartland home, but maybe they're kind of, you know, you haven't really made a whole lot of connections and you want to. It's going to give opportunity for those who maybe want to invite a friend or a loved one, but they would never dare step foot in a Sunday morning service. So how do I get them here, you know, where there's not like preaching and teaching and music, which is great, but my friend, my family member, that might be too much. Can't we start in January, Pastor? Because, you know, again, January is so blah. So I said, okay, so you're going to get the full, full spiel next week, but I would like you to mark this date down, January 26th. It's the last Friday of January, and similarly, the last Friday of every month, or most of the months of the year, January, February, March, April, May, we'll take June, July, and August off and start back up in the fall. We want to start a once-a-month uh, Heartland Family Night, Friday evenings, in at the same time as our youth ministry. Our youth will still have their youth group because we're too old and they don't want to hang out with us, apparently, Right? Every once in a while, we'll hang out with you, whether you like it or not. Don't worry. But we just want to give our people a chance, one, to connect with one another, two, to give people a chance, say, hey, I love Heartland, but I'm still looking to make some kind of vibrant connections, and, and, and you know, or, and or, you know, I, I want to bring a loved one out to church, but I just know they never come to, like, a service, but once a month on a Friday night, would they come to a karaoke cafe? Probably. Would they come to a minute to win it challenge? Probably. Would they come to a fall, fall flannel family fair fest with kind of fall challenges and all that? Probably. They, they would come to something that's fun and exciting and innovative and lots of cool little snacking foods. They'd probably come to that. And so again, with January being so blah, we thought, okay, we'll, we'll do a soft launch in January. You hear more about it next week or next week, but mark that date down January 26th. It's going to be a great opportunity opportunity to connect, to get to know people, and, and near and dear to my heart, a great opportunity to invite a loved one or a friend or a neighbor who maybe wouldn't come to a church service, but they come to, a, come to an evening of fun. It's only going to be two and a half, three hours. Again, partner with the youth group. They'll be upstairs. We'll be downstairs. But one parent was telling me, Pastor, we should do like games and challenges and challenge the youth to like Mario Kart. And I'm like, well, I'll ask the youth pastor. We'll see what he says. Anyway, it sound good? So you, okay, so you probably have more questions. You're going to hear a lot more about it next week and in the weeks to come, but mark that date down, January 26th, starting at 7 p.m. There will be food. There's no cost, but there'll be like a little, you know, free will donation you can do to cover costs, and so that's that. Make sense? Yeah. All right. Are, are you ready for January not to be blah? You should come, January 26th. Amen. Ushers, why don't you come on up? Let's pray for our morning tithe and offering. Father, we just want to thank you for, for your generosity towards us. And that generosity is expressed most vividly in you giving your son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to come, live, die on a cross for our sins, that by putting our faith in him, 
we might not only be forgiven, but that we might find the true purpose of our lives. And so, Father, we, we, we take this opportunity to give uh, your tithe, Lord, to give our offering. God, we take it as an opportunity not to get anything from you, but to express our thankfulness and our worship to you, for you alone are worthy. And God, even as we begin 2024, God, we want to begin with a right heart posture, that I'm not living for me, just as we sung, God, I'm not living for me, I'm living to give myself away for your plans, your purpose, for your kingdom in my life, in my home, in my family, in my church, in my neighborhood, in my school, in my workplace. And God, and this offering really is just, it's it's obedience, but it's also a symbol, God, that, that this year I am orienting my heart, soul, and mind with all my strength towards you and all that you have in store. So we ask this, we pray this, we declare this in Jesus' name. And everyone said... Amen. Amen.
Thank you, worship team. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Pastor Kevin. Wow, helping with the props. Thank you, thank you. Well, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, happy 2024. I hope you had a blessed Christmas and a New Year's. Let me just fix this for a second because this is at the Pastor Kevin height. All right, there we go. A happy New Year. I hope you had a blessed Christmas and New Year. Uh, I had uh, too many chocolates. Who had too many chocolates this Christmas? I had Ferrara Rocher, uh, Lint, uh, you name it, Turtles. I, I can't even remember how many. Bachi. I had every possible chocolate. So I'm having a hard time fitting in this suit this morning. Uh, but you know what? The Lord loves me still, right? Uh, but you know what? I, I want to let the kids go. So kids, go ahead. You can head on upstairs. Junior high, you can stay. You are with us this morning. Thank you, Pastor Fraz, for reminding me. Uh, good morning to everyone online. Uh, it's nice to have you this morning in the Lord's house. Uh, I'm just so honored and excited to bring God's word this morning. Uh, and I know that God is a, a great word for us this morning. So let's, let's pray. Uh, Father God, we just thank you for your word. It's live and active, Lord. It pierces our hearts. Lord, I pray that uh, we not just be hearers of your word, but doers, Lord. Open our spiritual eyes and our spiritual ears that we may hear from you and hear from your Holy Spirit this morning. May you speak, Lord. May your voice just speak to our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I'm having a hard time with this, so bear with me. Uh, well, our scripture today uh, comes from Isaiah. Can you turn to the person beside you say Isaiah? Isaiah 43. So if you can go to your Bibles or your cell phones or your iPads, whatever you got, uh, chapter 43. And our main scripture is uh, 43, 18 and 19, but we'll back it up a bit from verse 14. Isaiah 43, let's go to 14. So go ahead, Josh. Yeah, you can hit the first one. 14. This is what the Lord says. Your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sake I will send to Babylon and bring down as fugitives all the Babylonians in the ships in which they took pride. Verse 16. This is what the Lord says. He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots and horses, the army and reinforcements together, and they lay there never to rise again, extinguished, snuffed out like a wick. Verse 18. And this is the part we're going to focus on today, and I, I just love this. Verse 18. Forget the former things. Do not dwell in the past. Verse 19. See. Can you say see? Everyone say see. See. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? And I love the way this I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wastelands. Do you receive that? God is going to do a new thing in you, for you, and through you in 2024. Do you receive that? God is going to do a new thing in you, for you, and through you. Uh, the title of the sermon today is A Fresh New Beginning. Uh, I know 2024 uh, is going to be a year of a new thing that God is going to do in your life, in your hearts, in your families, um, in your finances. 
for as we look at the scripture, uh, we're going to see that God is going to do something fresh and new. Turn to the person beside you and say, a fresh new beginning. It's a little bit more interactive today. Uh, I, I love new things. We're talking about fresh, new. Uh, does anyone love new things? Yeah, new things. Oh, amen. Oh, we got some sisters saying amen. Do not be afraid to say amen if you get a word that speaks to you this morning. Uh, new outfits, new shoes. Who likes new shoes? Yeah, new, oh, oh, whoa, we got a lot. New video games. Hey, David. Yeah, oh, we got a hey, brother likes the video games there. New haircuts. Hey, yeah, yeah, I see Gaurav there with his fresh new fade. Uh, cars, we love new. Um, and so uh, we, we're even in a society and in a world that is so obsessed with new. Who here is looking for a fresh move of God in their life? Yeah, amen, amen, amen. Uh, the Bible, it's, it's interesting, um, is over a thousand years old. And you know what? Some say that it's old and irrelevant. And how can this word of God solve the problems of today? But I'm here to say that every problem or issue in the world today, the word of God still holds all the answers. It's the word of God that we use against the lies of the enemy. It's the word of God that breaks down strongholds. It's the truth of God that sets people free. God has something fresh and new in your spirit for your heart in 2024. I truly believe that. Uh, when we look at the scripture in Isaiah, we can go back, uh, Josh. Uh, we look at the context of this reading. The prophet Isaiah was reflecting the heart of God and prophesying to God's people Israel who at the time were struggling in sin, disobedience. They were suffering in exile, separated from their homes, felt hopeless, seeking deliverance. They were suffering with idolatry and rebelling what was going to happen. But praise God, God continued to have mercy and grace over them, just like he has for us. God was reminding them of how he parted the Red Sea and talks about the rise and the fall, for those who know this historically, the rise of the Babylonians, and that God would look beyond the sins of the, his people and bring them back to their homeland, forgive them, and highlights the restoration. He tells them to forget the past. You can, uh, Josh, you can go to, yeah, 18. He tells, them, he tells them to forget the past and that he's gonna do a new thing in their hearts. That's the heart of God, amen? That's the Father's loving heart. He looks towards a time of restoration, reconciliation, forgiveness and wanted them to concentrate on the future, looking at his promise. Uh, to do an example of this, I need one of the youth, so I'm gonna call uh, David. David, come up. Yeah, make some noise for David. Usually I call Josh, but he's done so many for us, so it's 2024, we'll try something new. <laughs> hey, Josh, right? Josh was like, thank you, thank you, Pastor Mark. Come have a seat. Yeah, so David is one of our uh, exciting up-and-coming youth. He, uh, he loves the Lord, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, so I use them as an example to show uh, just a picture of the heart of God talking to Israel. So uh, let's picture, uh, you ready for this, David? So it's a father and son having a conversation. All right, you ready? You don't have to say anything, just sit there. (laughs) Son, how you doing? You know, you really rebelled against me. You're giving yourself to idolatry, video games. You've been disrespectful, but you know what? I know it's going to get worse, and you know, you're going to have bigger idols, cell phone. And uh, you know, when you get older, uh, you know, I'm going to send you to military school. <laughs> and you know what, son? It's, it's going to be pretty bad, because you know, military school, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm praying for you. Mercy. And you know what? Uh, it's going to be pretty bad. I'm just letting you know now. It's going to be pretty bad, son. And you'll miss us. And, but you know what? I'm going to bring you home one day. And it's going to be fine. And you'll remember this. You're all right? Okay. Go ahead. Thank you, son. Thank you. Thank you. Give, him, give him a hand. Give him a hand, please. Give him a hand. Are you okay there, David? No pressure, right? Uh, We laugh, um, but you know what? It is the heart of the Father. Forgiveness, restoration, a right relationship with us, even in our sin. Even though we fall in our sinful ways like Israel. Uh, Philippians 1, 16. Go ahead, Josh. Be confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. What he started in you in 2023, he is faithful to complete. Do you believe that? Oh, our sisters over there, I can hear you. He is going to complete what he started in you. Isaiah is prophesying to God's people, speaking about a new thing, a fresh thing he wants to do in their hearts, challenging them. Maybe this morning you're challenged to see with your spiritual eyes and perceive a new thing that God is going to do in you and in your life. Perception is what we see. Perspective is a little different. It's how you see it. Perspective is the way we see things through maybe our personality, our upbringings, our fears, and even our pain that we've been through which is not always the word of God. But we can't make excuses because of our past. We must submit our life over to Jesus. Galatians says, no longer that I live, but Christ that lives in me. I was born into sin. And I don't operate in my feelings. I do not operate in my feelings and in my truth. It's interesting. The world says, follow your truth. It's about your truth. Live your truth. But the truth is, the truth is in the only one. The truth is in Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through Him. You cannot be cleansed without Him. You can't make it into heaven without Him. It's His hand in your life. 
The truth is Jesus, his grace is sufficient for me. He is the prince of peace. I don't speak my truth. I don't speak my mind. I speak Jesus. That's what I speak. I speak Jesus over my family. I speak Jesus over my friends. I speak Jesus over my finances. I speak Jesus over my health. My filter now is the word of God when I come to Christ. Go ahead, Josh. Look through God's word when we look at what God is doing. Uh, 1 Corinthians uh, says, what no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things that God has prepared for those who love him. And that is the truth. No eye has seen, no ear has heard what God has for his people. It's when we look through God's word that you can see from his perspective and move forward. Isaiah 43, 18 says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. Turn to the person beside you, nudge them and say, forget the former things. Forget the former things. We must be focused on always living in the forward. Interesting story. Who's ever drove with their parents before or when they started driving? Anyone? Am I the only one? Two? Three? Uh, where's my parents? There's some right here. Uh, so, <laughs> she knows the story. Uh, so, you know, I, I think I was 17, 16, yeah, 17, got my license and went through driving school. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I'm there with my mom, trying to, she's trying to help me, give me pointers, right? You know how parents like to give pointers, right? And we love them, right? We love our parents, right? Guys, we love our parents, right? Yeah, there we go. And so I remember uh, sitting in the car and, uh, you know, putting on my seatbelt, making sure I'm, you know, ready. And uh, where is, ah, she's out there. There's my mom. <laughs> I, I, I was so nervous because she was like, make sure you do this. Make sure you do this. Make sure. I could not even operate. I was just having a hard time. Look at this. Look at this. Look at And uh, I remember her saying, whatever you do, always look forward. Stop looking this way. Stop looking. Look forward. And it always stuck with me. And I think about this. We must be focused on always living in the forward. Uh, the scripture, uh, the next scripture there, Josh, you can go ahead. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Isaiah says to forget the former things. Don't stay in the past. Maybe your past is heavy here today. Maybe you have very painful moments. Maybe you have great testimonies that we, we honor and we look back, but we must always live in the forward, looking for a fresh, a fresh new testimony for his grace new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. He is faithful, amen? He is faithful. He is so faithful. Um, the enemy wants to keep you in the past. The enemy doesn't want to uh, get you to your future. He doesn't hold your future. God holds your future. And some of you need to know that God is going to do something fresh in your life, and he holds your future in 2024. Israel had both a good and bad past. They saw him part the Red Sea. But their past also involved being hopeless and losing their identity and shame. 
and needing redemption. Uh, one, at one point, God fed them with manna from heaven. I call it holy cinnabons. Every day. Anyone like cinnabons here? Yeah? That's, I had a lot of sweet uh, bread uh, on Christmas time. I had every type of, I, oh my, um, I had some interesting uh, sweet uh, bread. Uh, I know there's some here from the West in, uh, who likes the roti? Anyone like roti? Yeah, I had some roti, had some naan. I had a, oh boy, it's great. Uh, God fed them with manna. Uh, every day they woke up with food on the ground, but God was really reminding them that their full dependence is not on the manna, that their trust is in Him, and that He will provide all their needs. Later on, Jesus comes and says this, this huge statement. Go ahead, Joss. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and he who believes in me will never be thirsty. Jesus is the manna that we need. He is the bread of life. He is the true manna from heaven. You know, following Christ is not about our preferences, not about preferences, but about fulfilling God's purpose. It's great to remember God's faithfulness because it's, His mercy is new every morning, but it's always about His purpose. Go ahead, Josh. Don't focus on preference, but on God's purpose. Very easy to focus on preference. You know what? God did it this way one time, so that means that He's going to do it again in the same way, right? Lord, you're, you did it one way, you're going to do it again in the, in the same way, correct? Is that, is that how? Preference. God spoke through Moses through a burning bush. So, okay, thinking back to the people of Israel, I'm looking back, it's like, okay, wait, he spoke through the, through the burning bush. That means he's going to speak through the burning bush again, right? Is, is that how it goes, right? Preferences. But God works in ways that we cannot see. His ways are beyond our ways. His thoughts are beyond our thoughts. We can miss God's presence if we're more concerned about preference. How he does it is up to him. Amen? Sometimes we say it's not the preference and the method we would like. And you know what? I'm here to say, you know what? It's not about a preference. I'm not in love with a method. I'm in love with Jesus. The only message that we need, the past is a place of reference, but not a residence. I'm in love with Jesus, not a method or a preference. I'm grateful for the manna, but he says, I will meet your needs every single day. I will give you fresh bread. He is the living bread. Go ahead, Josh. If you want a new beginning, do not dwell in the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Verse 19. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Do you perceive it this morning? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wastelands. He is doing a new thing. He is making a way. Our fears can cloud our perspective of God's purpose for your life. Jeremiah was another prophet that God called on. Go ahead, Josh. The word of the Lord came to me. This is Jeremiah chapter 1. If you have your Bibles or if you have your cell phones or your whatever electronic device, uh, device that you have, 
Verse 4, the word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I'm too young. Jeremiah had fear. He had excuses. God called him to preach to his people. And he said, you know what? There's going to be doubts. There's going to be challenges. But I'm calling you, sovereign Lord, meaning he is in control. God is in control of our lives and of our future. And so he says this, he knew you before you were born. I knew you. I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Do you know that you are set apart for him? But the Lord said to me, do not say, I am too young. So he said, no, there's no excuses. I'm calling on you, Jeremiah. And maybe you know that the Lord's calling on you this morning. You must go to everyone I send you to, to and say whatever I command you. And I love this part. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue, declares the Lord. He said that before you were born, he knew you. For those online, before you were born, he knew you. Before your struggles, he knew you. Before the anxiety, he knew you. Before the world got a hold of your mind and your heart, he knew you. Before the strongholds, the addiction, the depression, before all the mistakes, he says, I knew you. He said, I know the plans I have for you. Plans of hope and prosper. I see the man and woman of God that he's calling you to be and the testimony that you're going to be to many, many people. God has been to your future and holds it in his hands. Do you believe that? As we start the first Sunday of 2024, remember that time that he provided. It was his provision it was God's goodness. It was his faithfulness in your life. Our job is to surrender, surrender our fears, take off the shame, put it at the foot of Jesus who paid the price for your sins. It's your job to surrender and draw near to a right relationship with the loving Father. This morning, do you have a right relationship with the Father? Are you surrendering your fears, surrendering difficult circumstances that you're going through to him? For it's in that time that he can do something new in your life. I called you. I chose you. I have plans for you, God says. He's in charge, not us. He gave his provision. And so we see with Jeremiah that he touches his mouth and maybe you're here, you're going through a difficult time. Maybe 2023 was a very difficult year for you. But he says, you know what? I'm going to make a way in the desert and bring streams in the wasteland. I will make a way when there seems to be no way. I will provide for you, for all your needs. And God is saying, you know what? You have to see it from my perspective, not yours. He declares, I am doing a new thing. My God makes the impossible possible. I'm the God, he says, who makes beauty from ashes, a way in the wilderness. 
You know, in 2024, we want to see families restored. We want to see addictions broken. We want to see family members who don't know the Lord come to know the Lord. We want to see prodigal children come back to church, come back to the Lord. God is doing a fresh new thing and inviting you to a new beginning. Do not fear the future. Fear can hold us back from what God wants us to do. Look forward with faith. Faith, active confidence in God. Where's your faith this morning? Look forward with faith. Isaiah starts the scripture, and you can look, uh, we can go to the beginning, 43, verse 1. I love how he starts his prophecy here. We're talking about fear. 43, verse 1 and 2. But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name, and you are mine. When you pa- and I love this part. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. I know there's some here that this morning, the Lord's speaking to your hearts. And it's interesting. He doesn't say if you pass. He says when you pass. When you go through this fire. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. That, that, that is so encouraging. That is the heart of the Father. I have redeemed you, redeemed, bringing back to what's his. We belong to him. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze, for I am the Lord your God. Where is your heart this morning? Are you receiving that he's going to do a fresh new thing in your life? Do you perceive it? Do you see it? I, 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 just, I just love this scripture. And I love how Israel represents us. Maybe you're here this morning and you're, you're feeling just such a heavy heaviness. Heaviness of your past. Heaviness of sin. And God continues, continues to reach out with his love and mercy and bring us back into a right relationship with him. But it's up to you to draw near to him. Because in that, when we draw near to him, he will draw near to us, James says. You, when you seek God with your whole heart, you will find him. And I end with this, uh, this story as Pastor Nick comes and, and the rest. Faith. Uh, this is uh, an interesting story. Actually, it's a true story. 
from a friend, friend of mine that I grew up with uh, in youth. And uh, we actually served the Lord together for, for many, many years. And uh, so uh, him, he, he's here with his wife. And uh, actually, you prayed for them. Uh, they actually had uh, twins, uh, 18 weeks premature. Uh, and so she went into labor uh, t- 22 weeks, over four months early. Uh, and the doctors said that they had zero chance of living. Zero chance. Uh, that the babies were not viable. Uh, and that they were unable to help with the pregnancy. And at one point they said, uh, if it was a couple minutes that they were born, um, that they would be left to die. But how many here know that, you know what? God is the great physician. Come on. When the doctors say no, come on, God gets the final answer. God says yes. And so, uh, my, one of my dearest best friends, Kevin and Shakina, and I told them I was going to talk about them this morning. Uh, God made a way when there was no way. And they had faith. They said, no matter what the doctors say, our hope and trust is in the Lord. He gets the final answer. And so what happened was they had these two beautiful twins. uh, And uh, it was a miracle. A testimony of faith to the point where they're now one and a half and the doctors still don't know how was this possible? How was this possible? And uh, now, very exciting, they are in the Guinness Book of Records of the uh, pre- most premature babies in history. Praise God. Praise God. Um, just a beaut- beautiful testimony. Uh, he is a great physician. It takes faith. Where is your faith this morning? Here and online are you perceiving are you receiving that God wants to start something new in your life he wants a fresh new start I uh, had a chance to celebrate with them and it was it was beautiful because for such a long time every day the doctors would say why zero chance absolutely zero and they said God's going to make a way God's going to make a way and uh, here they are one and a half later and in the Guinness Book of Records I end with this scripture here therefore if anyone in Christ is in Christ it's only in Christ is a new creation no matter the past no matter your mistakes the failures the addictions he takes us in and says come as you are and makes us clean the bible talks talks about as white as snow the old has passed away behold 
the new has come. Do you receive that this morning? That he wants to do something new in your life, in your hearts for 2024. If anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation. So I end with this. What areas of your life do you need a fresh start and beginning from God? I know there's many this morning and you're probably here saying, yeah, I need a new fresh start, Lord, in this part of my life. And in this part of my life. And I'm willing to say, you know what, I got to step take that step of faith I'm in I want a fresh new beginning Lord do something new in my life behold he makes all things new let's, let's bow our heads the word of God says that we are to uh, examine examine our hearts when we hear the word faith comes from hearing God's word maybe you're here this morning and uh, you've never heard the gospel of Jesus Christ that God sent his son Jesus as a sacrifice to bring us back in a right relationship with him because of our sin because of our sinful ways this was the only way past, present, and future, said, I'm sending my son, Jesus, to die on the cross for your sins and make you new. Maybe you're here this morning and you're saying, you know what, Lord, I want to be new. I want to give my heart to Jesus. I want to be a new creation. I can't carry this weight anymore. And as our heads are bowed, if if the Lord is speaking to you and you've never given your heart to the Lord, I, I got to open that invitation as we're in this time of uh, reverence before him. If you're here and you've never given your heart to the Lord and you'd like to, and you know that the Lord is speaking to you this morning and saying, I love you, I forgive you, come. I forgive you of your sins. I will make you new. I will make you new. I will be your Lord and Savior. There's ones here that, that would like to give their hearts to the Lord. I encourage you to raise your hand. Yeah, there's a few hands going up. Lord, you see the hearts. You see the hands, Lord. Heaven celebrates when one gives their heart to the Lord. Come into their hearts, Lord. Be their Lord and Savior. Make them new. The Word of God says that he who knew no sin was sin for us. And that was Jesus, Christ Jesus. May you come into their hearts and be their Lord and Savior. Forgive them of their sins. Make them new. The other half here this morning the Lord is speaking to you. Maybe you're here and you want to surrender parts of your life because you want a new beginning. 
a new start. You're saying, Lord, I want a new start in this area of my life. Are there ones here that like to say, you know what, Lord? Yeah, this part of my life, I surrender to you. I give it all to you. I give everything to you. I've been holding this back. I've been stubborn, like Israel. I've been in my sinful ways. But I want a fresh new start with you, Lord. As we start 2024, I want to start it right, with a right relationship with you. Are there anyone's here? I'd like to say, you know what? Yeah. Lord, I'm, I'm surrendering this. Yeah, we see the hands. Lord, you see the hands. You see the hands. You're speaking this morning. You see the hands. You make all things new. Anyone who's in Christ is a new creation. As we close, you could raise your hands. The altar in the Old Testament was a place of thanksgiving where we offer our burdens before Him. So we're going to invite you to the altar. And if you're here and saying, you know what, Lord, 2024, I dedicate my life, I dedicate my family to you, I dedicate these worries to you, I dedicate every part of my life to you. I surrender it to you. I invite you to come. Come with your family. Come just as you are, Jesus says. No matter what it is, come. As we sing this song, I give myself away. I invite you to come. And If it's a time of thanksgiving, maybe it's a, you have a prayer or a need, I invite you to come and let's, let's present it before the Lord. As we sing this song.
And, and those uh, online also, we have people that can pray for you if you have a need. Um, but we'll get to that, that part again, if we can. My life is not my own. And if you have a need, physical, emotional, whatever it is, as we sing this, this song, I, I encourage you to lift your hand and say, you know, Lord, I can't do this on my own. I can't do this on my own. You got it. You got my future. Not me. That's not my, this is your, this is all, you have a future in my, in your hands. Lord, I surrender it all to you. My life is in your hands. So when we sing this, this part again, I encourage you, yeah. If you have a need, just lift your hand. To you I belong. I give myself, I give myself to you. Just surrender it to him. Just lay it 
give ourselves away, Lord. I give give it to you, Lord. We give it all to you. I give myself away so you can use me. Just worship him. Give him praise. Give him thanks. Yes, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We're just going to keep worshiping. Soak in God's presence. Yes, we worship you, God. We worship you this morning. Yes, yes, yes. Speak to our hearts this morning, God. Do something new and fresh in our hearts, in our lives, in our families in our jobs. You are in control, God. Yes, God. Lord, just speak this morning, God. Holy Spirit, just move in this place and online. You're moving. you're speaking to those prodigal kids that are far from you speak to their hearts this morning God 2024 we're going to be seeing families come back together marriages reconciled for a fresh new thing that you are going to do God we believe it spirit to you alone does our spirit yield that old song as the deer taken from Psalms some of you might know this song it's an old song that I grew up with we'll close with this song just like the deer just thirsts for the water do you thirst for him the living water the one who satisfies your every need and that's Jesus as the deer
our source of strength, our source of hope. You are our shield, our fortress, ever-present help in trouble, time of need. It is you we worship. You alone. You alone. provider. Jehovah Rapha, our healer. Jehovah Shammah, you are with us. Praise you, Father. We praise you this morning. We praise you, Lord. We thank you for your promises. We thank you for who you are. It is you that we worship and only you in whom we have our being. reflecting I'm not going to say too much but I just I want to reread verse 5 for you just to, for you to take home with you really simple do not be afraid for I am with you what a great promise church do not be afraid he will never leave nor forsake you he will be with you till the ends of the earth, till the end of this age. Amen? So tomorrow, some of you go back to work. Some of you all go back to school. He's with you. He's with you. And, and it may feel like you're alone. It may look like you're alone. It may sound like you're alone. You're not alone. The God of this universe, the God who can part the seas, the God who can be with you through the waters and the fires, He's with you. So do not be afraid. I know they will say things. I know. The office staff room gossip will start again. The weird bullying in the school hall. And we chuckle and laugh, but it's real. Even as young, our young folks as they walk through those hallways all that nonsense starts all over again and I think for some of us Christmas wasn't just a time of rest but it was a time of reprieve away from all of that fearful nonsense as you go back to it you're not simply going back into the enemy camp you're going back as a victor you're going back as someone who's more than a conqueror you do 
not need to be afraid because he is with you. His strength is with you. His power is with you. His presence is with you. His truth is with you. His love is with you. His mercy is with you. His grace is with you. You do not walk back into that context without your Savior. He's with you. So whether you're 2 or 92, he's with you. Whether it's middle school or high school, college, university, whether it's the workplace, he's with you. Whether it's going back to a family context, a relationship context, he's with you. And I know it feels fearful and it can feel like you're alone. He's with you. Your 2024 is going to be better than you think. Not because you've got some new skill or some new job, which I, I hope you get all that. He's with you. It's going to be a great year because he's with you. It's going to be a blessed year because he's with you. Pastor Mark, thank you for sharing so powerfully today. Thank you for being obedient. Thank you for being obedient. Church, let's pray. Let, let's, let's, you know, you're clapping for him, but it, it was the word of the Lord. Amen. amen the amen. Lord spoke to you today. He was just a vessel. The Lord spoke. And, and now you got to receive it. And you got to walk in it. That's, that's the real problem, right? You hear it, but you don't receive it. I, I didn't want to preach, but you know, it's already over time, whatever. No, I, I just think you need to hear it because I think this is, this is the problem that some, some of you all may have. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned because he's with you. See, if you're feeling burned, it's because you're dwelling in the past instead of living in the promise. You're burning yourself by putting your focus back on where things were. See, as a believer, you shouldn't be burned. If you feel burned, if you're living burned, it's because you're living in the past. You haven't let it go. There'll be. It was a great word today. I'm praying it's a great word next week. Now, thank you very much. There'll be lots of great words, but if you don't, if you don't focus on the future, if you keep dwelling on the past, you're just going to keep getting burned. What good is a great word if you live in what burned you? He's with you to take you forward. He's got great plans for you. For your family, for your home, your children, your loved ones, your even the ones you don't like, your neighbors. It's got a great plan. So walk in it. And you can have the strength and the courage to do so because no matter what, he's with you. Father, what a great day today. What a great word. What a great encouragement that you are. And Lord, we don't look to the future with a, a, a mindset of, of disregard or throwing caution to the wind. God, we look with incredible focus and purpose because we know that you are with us. We don't approach life with a cavalier attitude, but a confident attitude because we are confident in the one who came, lived, died for my sins and rose again. God, we have this confidence, not in our ability, but in your proximity because you are here and you will never leave us nor forsake us so father even as we physically go from this place we know god that we go in your word in your truth your presence and your power so father be glorified as we just walk in your creation in jesus name and everyone said amen amen amen, amen. amen. praise the lord i don't know about you but i'm glad i came to church today amen well now you got to go but grab a cup of coffee, fellowship with us. The team will continue to worship and lead us. But stick around for a bit. Love to get to know you. By the way, if you raise your hand and, and, and you said to yourself, look, I don't, I don't think I'm a Christian, but I know I want God to forgive me 
and I know I want the life that he has in store for me. And even if I don't understand everything, I know that God is real. If that was you today or even online, let us know. If you're watching online, email us at connect. Uh, at a churchconnected.ca. If you're here in person, the pastoral staff, Pastor Marcus here, we're here. We'd love to connect with you. So the Lord bless you and have a great day. Amen. 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 Thank you. Oh, yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. Praise God. Praise God. Impossible when I